time But my love By the guesswork's wall Dream the dream By the old canal I kiss my girl By the factory wall Dirty old town Dirty old town To lovers lane, I wanna go, I wanna go to lovers lane. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking more like, uh, it's not my place. Oh no, it's not my place. Oh no, the nine to five world. Yeah, nine to five. Uh, Dolly Parton. Not too far. For now, it's like, oh, now she's doing the five to nine, right? That's not the because mm-hmm, side hustle. Yeah, Dolly. I'm on Thanks you. Support of the working class, Dolly Parton, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking wow. You really taking it to Dolly Parton? Petite bourgeoisie, goddamn it. Yeah, Fuck you and your books yeah. for kids. You goddamn books for kids. All I, got, all I got for you, Dolly Parton, is the left hook for your tits. Wow. I mean, that could cause some serious damage to your hands at this point. No, I've been, my hands are strong. Can't be tougher than have a hundred pound heavy bag. I wanna go to Lola's Lane. Or that's not an appropriate song for this episode. This song episode is more like Dirty Old Town. <laughs> a dirty, dirty Old Town. I kiss my girl by the factory dream. wall. Dirty oh. Old Town. Dream the dream by, by the old canal. Yeah, because it's Happy St. Patrick's Day, Aaron Gora, Chucky Arla, um, other Irish phrases. <laughs> Ish, being I am Berliner. <laughs> nope, that's, that's the, the, oh, God. Age, the age old enemy of Ireland, Germans. <laughs> Germans. No, it's our nearest neighbor, the Brits. Uh, the I'm not fans of the Germans. I'm not fans of anybody. The English. Technically, the English people are of Germanic origin, being Anglo-Saxons, so it all makes sense. Coincidentally, this morning, I was watching a video about Irish, Scottish, and Viking history, and the English, too. I was learning about the Danelaw and, like, how... Um, when Ivar's descendants were like, fuck that, we're taking back Dublin. And then they did. Because <laughs> uh, the um, Norse scales, right, the descendants of Vikings got kicked out of Ireland. And then, like, a generation later, they're like, <laughs> we're coming back. <laughs> yeah, fooled you. Da, 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 da. Do you know there's uh, some of the counties in Ireland still have Norse names? Well, yeah, the, the a lot of the eastern ones, right? Um, the two big ones are Wexford and Waterford. Can you guess what the Ford actually used to be? Ford Park. Fjord. Yeah. Fjord. Yeah. <laughs> like Wexford was like Vic Fjord, which was like Vikings. Fjord. Yeah, Vikings Fjord. And then Waterford was not, Fjord. not what you would think water. Yeah, but yeah, so there's still some of those. Donegal too is uh Dune. 
Angal, which was like the foreigners' fort. Which so like that was where there's a fort full of foreigners, <laughs> which would have been Vikings most likely. There's a bunch of assholes there. Mm-hmm. It's fucking goddamn foreigners. It's assholes. So there's a little bit of Irish history for you. I know more. Um, I don't know if we'll come up in this episode because this is about the glorious uh, late 80s, 1990. A great year in Irish history when uh, <laughs> they beat the English in the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> no, they tied the English in the World Cup. <laughs> Which well, they the the they made it further into the tournament than England did, so that's a victory, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so. England uh, basically just lives to disappoint in the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah, every World Cup, it's like, oh, England's gonna do it this year, and then they're gone by the second <laughs> round. They're not out of the group stages, in the same group the USA won. Yeah, uh, Ireland has the same sort of problem in the Rugby World Cup, where every Rugby World Cup, it's like, ooh, the Irish boys are gonna be good this time, and then they don't make it to the quarterfinals. Well, common Americans, I don't pay attention to rugby. Oh, I fucking love rugby! It's got all the big boys, rugby's for the big fellas, the big Yeah, they got the beefy necks. Oh, the, oh, look at all that beef. Oh, the beef. Yeah, so uh, happy St. Patrick's Day. We watched the um, 1996 film, The Van. Even It takes place in 1990, but it was made in 1996. With the commitments, they made you dance. Remember, it's not just the way you sing, it's the way you move your sex machines. With the snapper, they made you wonder. Seven pounds, 12 ounces. Is that a turkey or a baby? It's a baby. Now, writer Roddy Doyle and director Stephen Frears bring you the third installment of the Berrytown Trilogy. I love Ireland. A comedy about two old friends. Good man, love me. Jake. Who join forces. What colors are supposed to be, anyway? Boy, how did it get crazy on the outside? To start a new career. How did you make this? But find the road to riches. Let's get a bit of light in here. Can be a little bumpy. What's your problem? It's your problem. It's not fish. What is it? It's white. Jeez. It's a nappy. Is it a used one? No. Ah, well, that's all right then, huh? Fox Searchlight Pictures presents. This is the business. Cole Meany. Oh, jeez. I just sent you hair again. In a story about friendship. Oh, and the joys of owning your own business. There are enough breaches of the food hygiene regulations in here to land you a hefty fine. It's not that bad. Yes, it is. The Van, featuring music performed by Eric Clapton. Oh, jeez. No problem. night john boy it's based on a story from the very town it, it's, it's the very town boys so there's three novels this is the last one but they're usually in one collection um written by roddy doyle there's uh the commitments which is about a bunch of dublin kids starting a soul band so basically like the rolling stones <laughs> blue-eyed soul <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more like uh, uh, you know that uh, what, plastic soul, <laughs> rubber soul. Uh, no, blue eyed soul is the name that they gave to uh, white people making soul music. Like Michael no, there McDonald's. was a spe- yeah, wasn't well, no, no. I'm thinking there was a specific, specific, yeah, specific movement in England too, where 
a bunch of those white kids were making soul music, and they called it Plastic Soul. The Blue Light Soul thing was like a more, from what I remember, American shit, right? I don't know. Soul music is American music, Black American music. So right. I don't know. I, well, I don't know. So it was I rock and roll, these, but <laughs> I don't know how these fucking Brits are doing it. That's why my joke is about Rolling Stones. What the fuck are they doing playing R and B? As far as I know, the English don't have any rhythm or any blues. <laughs> <laughs> Give the blues to everyone else. Yeah. The commitments. There's that one. Then the snapper, which is about having a baby. Um, and then this one, the van about opening a chipper van. All of them take place in Berrytown, which is a made-up place, but um, it's basically Ballymun, which is where Roddy Doyle's from, which is a working-class suburb of Dublin. Ballymun, it's still um, incredibly working-class. You might even say poor at this point in history, in the current times. A lot of the uh, Irish trap and um, Irish gangster music and shit was from, like, Ballymun and the areas outside of Dublin. Hmm. Yes. Yes. So so there you go. Um, The Commitments. I've never read the books. I don't know, but as far as the I started to read The Van um, before, but I didn't finish it. Um, No. Cool. Uh, yeah, as far as, as the movies go, The Commitments is the best one. Um, we should, probably should have watched that instead. But this one's a certified dad classic. Our dad likes this movie a lot. And I've never actually watched The Snapper because the plot doesn't sound that interesting to me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate kids. Yeah, it's just like, uh, whatever, they're having a baby or something? Yeah. It's got Brendan Gleeson in it. Uh, so The Van and The Snapper are both directed by Stephen Frears, who is like a very serious film director guy having recently in the last couple decades he directed the queen and then philomena which are both like oh these are very very good british films you know he's not irish so i don't know why they allowed him to direct these films (laughs) at this point um luckily now the time period we live in uh, Ireland is uh, economically secure enough that they have their own like booming film industry uh, this time period, though, uh, as you can see by like the names in the cast and all the the, the crew and stuff, um, they didn't. They had to rely a lot on English uh, film studios to have Irish movies made, which is kind of like if like the Iraqis um, had to use the United States military to make movies. <laughs> so basically, what I'm saying is. These days, we get some hard-hitting fucking famine stories where it's like, fuck the British, fuck their language, they ruined everything. Uh, Back in these days, even if you made, like, Bloody Sunday or a movie about the Easter Rising, you had to kind of both sides it as if, you know, well, you know, you can't can't be too mean to the English. Fuck that. Don't have to do it anymore because now there's Irish film studios. Tell the truth. Like I said, uh, The Commitments is a better film. That one's directed by a man named Alan Parker, also an Englishman, not an Irishman. But um, <laughs> It's important in this episode. But uh, it's, it's Commitments is a much better movie than The Van. But The Van's not a bad movie. I'm not trying to slide it off too much. It's just like... No, you're really, really coming hard down on The Van. Well, the, the thing about The Van um, as a film is uh, it's very clearly from a book you know what i mean oh yeah it's just a series of vignettes yeah it's just like Like, it's not even really stories it's a slice of life yeah it's like here's the thing that happened to some guys from my neighborhood you know what i mean like so there's not that has a three-act structure but it doesn't have it's not like building to like a supreme event it doesn't change their life by opening the chipper van it's really just like uh, yeah snapshot of like six months of these dudes lives 
And um, who are these dudes? Well, we've got Cole Meany, who is, of course, um, the Irish stereotype of uh, all Irish people having giant heads was started because of Cole Meany. <laughs> He's famously in Star Trek. <laughs> and they go, oh, look at the fucking cabeza <laughs> on that lad. <laughs> the potato on that floor. He plays Larry, who's um, a down-and-out father of four he's got four kids right yeah no that's a grandkid well i don't, I don't know if it's where it covers the same way in the as in the books but that's a grandkid oh that's his daughter's kid yeah yeah they don't really specify it in the movie but i guess it makes sense because she's the one who's taking care of her most of the time yeah i think that's i think it kind of it kind of implied that that's cool i like that it makes it more relatable because that's like that's shit that happens in families you know well, so I, think there's an, I think there's another son in the book if i remember right. correctly but well basically um they're living off of uh his wife who works as some sort of a maid or a house cleaner another Irish probably stereotype. under the table and then the state uh, assistants because his son makes a pretty good joke about uh, his like tickets to see Guns N' Roses or whatever yeah who's gonna pay for it the state <laughs> yeah. yeah so he's a he's like a fun loving carefree sort of guy but obviously he's tormented by not being able to uh, take care of his family. He's a little bit of a dick. (laughs) (laughs) The way the world has crushed this man. Or maybe he's just always been an asshole. You never know. He might have just always been an asshole. Him always being a bit of an asshole, I think, is the case. Because it's it's not like he is at the end of his rope and he's mean to his best friend. He's just like constantly mean to his best friend, you know? His best friend being played by Donald O'Kelly is a man named Bimbo. 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 Hey. Oh, Bimbo recently was made redundant, which is what they say in oh, in, in those islands when you get laid, laid off. off. Yeah. yeah, I've been laid off a couple times. I've been made redundant. Happens at call centers. And Arizona's full of call centers. And call centers, full of drugs. Yeah, so, but he's not, used, he's not used to it. He's like, oh, yeah, man, fucking, there's so much drug trade and shit going on in call centers. Oh, I, I've worked with them. So much <laughs> kissing and finger banging and stuff. People talk about, like, restaurants, like, everyone getting, you know, fucked up and fucking chilling and stuff, man. If you got to work in a call center where most of the people working there are, like, 20 to 30, fucking gnarly, bro. Yeah, so Bimbo gets made redundant, and then he gets, like, severance pay. And they, they he, he for some reason he's they go outside the pub one night and the uh, Vietnamese uh, van is out there selling um I don't know Vietnamese cuisine I guess egg rolls probably <laughs> them run oh, just it's a faux van pho 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 uh, yeah but uh, he's like you know what maybe I could be the king of f- food vans <laughs> <laughs> how do you make egg rolls. And so uh, he he does. He buys a piece of shit van. They have like a friend who's uh, fucking greasy, huh? Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he stereotypical Irish like low level. He's like a he's like a bag man for like the shittiest gangster. Yeah, he's like city. He, he's you can tell he's like connected, but like not really. You know what I mean? He's low on the totem pole connected. <laughs> he hooks up with a piece of shit van. And boom, they got a chipper van. They're going to fucking, this is it. It's going to change their life. They're going to get rich. <laughs> uh, my, uh, honestly, my favorite exchange in the movie is when uh, Maggie, the wife, goes to see the van. He's like, okay, what about the engine? He's like, uh, what engine? <laughs> yeah, they ain't shit. It doesn't got wheels on it. There's no engine. At first, they're towing it behind his like little sedan. Yeah, have you ever uh, you ever towed a car before or driven behind yeah. a tow? 
Oh yeah. my god, it fucking sucks. It sucks to be the fucking person riding in the tow, too. Oh yeah, both are awful. <laughs> fucking no air conditioning, just like, oh, I hope I don't accidentally crash into anything. <laughs> or I hope he takes his turn carefully. Yeah, it really sucks the person in front of you uh, doesn't drive like they're towing another person yeah, that it doesn't. Like they just drive control. normally. It's like, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? Uh, this this situation especially because it's a little piece of shit sedan and then this huge ass like fucking death machine van, but yeah they get the van and like I like when they uh it doesn't have an engine so they got to push it down the street and then like the whole neighborhood is just like basically like clowning on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then everybody starts to help too. It becomes fun. Yeah, it's a fun thing. Yeah, it's a fun thing, but you know, fucking who wants to fuck around with this dirty old van? <laughs> dirty old, old van. van. That's that's, a, the, that's what they should have done for this. Yeah, it would be about Van Morrison, the dirty old van. Speaking of um, people that end up being really regressive racists, (laughs) Van Morrison, um, music in this film is... It makes you think about brown and a brown-eyed girl. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was was talking about an Irish girl with brown eyes. That was, like, exotic enough for him, probably. (laughs) That's exotic as it gets for Van Morrison. She's the star of the county down. The music in this film is unfortunately done by uh, our enemy Eric Clapton, <laughs> which is shocking because I'm I guarantee Eric Clapton doesn't have very many positive things to say about Irish people. Yeah, but you know what? Something Eric Clapton does enjoy cash, <laughs> a little bit of that quiche, yeah. and his best friend's wife, yeah. <laughs> and letting his kid die. Oh, someone <laughs> hits Eric Clapton. It's not a good day for you, Eric Clapton. You <laughs> dirty English bastard. I hope you listen to this podcast. You fucking piece of shit. Your music sucks too, man. You're boring as shit. We already talked about it at the top of the podcast. Stop trying to make the blues, you loser. That's what happens when the when the Englishman tries to make the blues. Yeah. It's like How about a little bit of the Disraeli years? No fucking turn that shit off. Uh, I think he's friends with Stephen Frears, so that's uh, another black marking for Stephen Frears. <laughs> Uh, 1990 World Cup. Ireland's doing good for a little bit. Um, their chipper van's doing good for a little bit too, because the World Cup getting a little extra, a little extra quiche. We get a spot on the beach. You know what it is. Um, the relationship turn doesn't turn sour. It's already, but it's already a tumultuous relationship where like the hierarchy is very well established. Where Bimbo has to be very patient with Larry, and Larry's kind of a dick, right? <laughs> <laughs> it reaches the boiling point, and Bimbo drives the van into the ocean. But not, like, very far. Like, they could definitely go back and get it the next day, like Larry says. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, they show the at the end, the tide's out, and, you know, we can just Larry. drive that shit out. Well, I mean, they're still, like, they didn't get far enough into the water to, like, flood the engine even or anything, you know? Like, they could have backed out. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, some beach bum got a really good deal on some some cheap fish. It's like day. holy shit, man! A fucking free van. Now this is what I'm talking about. This is van life. The Reddit subreddit van life. Van life. Van uh, life. You know, what? if I didn't have a wife or kids, I could be a van. I could be a van guy. That's gonna be me soon. As soon as I get the vaccine, van life. I already have yeah, a van. Man. I just gotta take the shit out of the back, put a bed in there. <laughs> fucking lava lamp. I would not. I would not. Yeah, oof, that would not be my van choice. No, that fucking rules, man. God, that thing is gonna die on you. You, you soon you'll be living in a in a van that doesn't move. Yeah, in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> you have a garage. There's more space. No backyard. <laughs> backyard is where it's at. 
Oh uh, yeah, we're <laughs> coincidentally that's you know, another one of the reasons why I like this movie is and we talked about it on the podcast before, like um uh it's uh, actually like relatable working class movie. This seems like a legit ass family. It seems like uh, a family. It's sometimes a little too with. close to home. <laughs> yeah, but it's um they don't make movies like this anymore. If this movie were made today, it would first of all take place in New York. Um it would be some guy who recently got laid off from like his marketing firm job and his friend who's already like an entrepreneur business investor and they already have like, yeah, he's already owns a food he's, he's yeah owns a food truck business or some shit or it'd be and it'd be called um chef and be directed by <laughs> a fucking uh iron man guy about how great he is and how how many women beautiful women he can sleep with <laughs> But so it doesn't sound like Wazamo in it. So, yeah, they don't, so what I'm saying, they don't make working class movies anymore unless it's like about how sad it is to be working class. Have you noticed that? <laughs> like anytime it's like. I, Kyle, I don't know if you're familiar with John Lennon, but working class hero, it's something to be. <laughs> but it's like the only time they exist now. For real. Like it was, I remember, um, was that Sheridan, Sheridan guy who wrote like uh, Hell or High Water and. Um, Wind River and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. The whole his whole thing, like how he was reported on by like the Hollywood press and stuff, was like, yeah, he's really bringing back you know real working class you know filmmaking about the working class and blah blah. And all his movies are fucking tragedies. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the only yeah the only time you see like regular ass people in movies anymore is if it's about them struggling. Like <laughs> I guess that's the reality of regular ass people at this point, though, right? Well, I mean, this movie, they're struggling, right? Oh, for sure. But they're having fun, too. <laughs> I mean, it's a comedy at the end of the day. I was thinking we should get um, a chipper van, but, like, the, the, I think... Oh, have I ever told you my idea for a mashed potato van? Mashed taters? Uh, no, it's called Show you Me Your Taters, Kyle. Show Me Your Taters. <laughs> Problem is, though, um, the food truck industry also... Uh, it's owned people. by a large corporation. Yeah, regular people have been priced out of that and legislated out of that shit, too. If you find a way to make money, they'll find a way to take it away from you. (laughs) That's uh, why every uh, fucking celebrity has a podcast now. They're just filling in the holes. Can't let any of the mice get the cheese. You know what I mean? You gotta fucking just go fucking work your 40 hours doing Apple technical support. Uh, I'll kill you. You did. Not me. That's not what I'm doing. I'm going to destroy my body. I'm going to Costco. Yeah, I'm going to destroy my body lifting shit. Fucking, I want to die a garbage man. <laughs> Crushed by Kyle, a machine. I, 100%, you're not going to be able to get a garbage man job. I would be a garbage man. That's a coveted job. Yeah, it's fucking hard to get a garbage man job. It's, you got to have an inside track. Of it. It's like a legacy job at this point. <laughs> like being a fireman. Like firemen, they're all like, oh, you got to yeah. be like fucking related to fucking people already on the when I, well legitimately when i was in my emt class there was a kid whose dad was a fire captain and he was mm. still having trouble getting in yeah no it's legit like fucking so the, the the prestigious working class jobs are like really uh quite coveted i would love to be a garbage man or a firefighter or not a not a police not, <laughs> <laughs> i don't consider them working class because they're they, they're fucking they work for the the, the fucking capitalism <laughs> they're a killer for the red white and blue i don't know i did, didn't um come up with anything specifically to talk about this week about the film what parts do you like i like um i, I, I just want to um i want to eat some fish and chips <laughs> <laughs> not from their dirty ass man though yeah, it's pretty gnarly in there, but I like 
here's my thing is like if I went to that van and I didn't see inside and I got food and it was good and I didn't oh, get I mean, sick. Oh, I mean that's probably every food truck I've ever been to. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I don't get sick and it was pretty good. I'm like I just don't ever decide to care about it again. Yeah, here's my thing. If it's midnight outside of a Megadeth concert, yeah, I'm gonna get a spice burger and some fish and chips, all right? But I don't wanna I don't wanna know what the the health rating is. Yeah, exactly. That's why they don't need to be regulated. No regulation for food trucks. Maybe a little regulation. <laughs> I mean, just like if there's not like fingers in the fries on accident or some shit. No, nah, I, I need a little bit more than that. <laughs> the you diaper know, thing is too much for me. It was a clean diaper and it was fried. Fried to perfection. <laughs> <laughs> Crispy golden on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> Dry plastic white on the inside. It's a goddamn nappy. <laughs> I've got sugar cutting in my mouth. He uh, was <laughs> going to throw uh, a can at him. I was <laughs> Don't like, you kill him. Kill him. But like, he killed a dog today, Dad. If he just threw it like at like the wheels of the bike, you know. Well, <laughs> you I mean, know, he right? could potentially fall and really hurt himself, you know. Yeah, but I'm. So what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what my husband would say about that. <laughs> what, you kill a priest? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> But it's a scourge of Ireland anyways. England and <laughs> the Catholic Church. Get him out. England, England don't got no Catholicism no more. Yeah, but I'm saying in oh, addition to England. I heard England in the Catholic Church. No, and the Catholic Church. Should have stayed pagan, stayed Celtic. That's how it is. Hell yeah, Druids. That's right. Fucking fairies and shit. Oh my god. Who doesn't love a good fairy? I love a good fairy tale. The wee people. The she is what they're called in Irish. There's a lesson for you. Guess how it's spelled. Oh, God. It's, I know how it's spelled, <laughs> but I don't remember. And it's funky as hell. It is S-I-D-H-E. She. Um, that encompasses all of, like, all mystical beings in Irish folklore, I think, though. The she. Yeah. I mean, the... the eh. Okay, well, like, Banshee is... That's just Irish. It just means Irish, or woman fairy, female fairy. Ban is woman and she is fairy or fae folk or so uh you know whatever banshee anyhow um ban you ban me ban poo rotten tomatoes uh van's only got 38 percent, which i think that's better than that that's a travesty right (laughs) but it's like not a 38 i was down on a little bit at the beginning but it is not 38 percent good it's like 72% 72% you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not there, there's some movies we watched that have way higher ratings than 38% that are not as good as the van yeah uh, that's just because people there's not enough explosions no one shoots I mean, a gun uh, well I think most people is probably like it doesn't have a concise ending you know what I mean like what was it even uh, well, about you know it was just the day in life it's based on an Irish novel what do you expect yeah it's like real rambly that's so you know they're always talking about rambling in Irish songs you get it? You know, it's, it's just a little ramble. <laughs> Lord, I was, I was born a ramble, man. Yeah. I mean, it's also the 90s, so it's going to be a little bit cheesy. You uh, just, the 90s uh, had that whole film period that was like, <laughs> ah, ah, like, like where they, were, they were walking on sunshine. Well, yeah, so once upon a time in a, a faraway land of Ireland. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, everything was just uh, the friendship and magic. And Macaulay Culkin's in. <laughs> um, who's your well? This is this. Who's your favorite character in the movie? I mean, it's Cole Meany because it's Cole Meany, but uh, he's a kind of a dick. Oh, I don't. Man. I I like hate the scene where they go out into the nightclub and like cheat oh, on their yeah. wives and shit. 
And then the, well, you can tell um, that Bimbo doesn't really want to do it. That's his whole. Well, yeah, he's just like too fucked up. But uh, it's just like, God damn, Larry, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, he's just a real garbage man. Yeah, that's but not like a good kind of garbage man, like a garbage man. Um, um, I was gonna I, say Maggie was my favorite character in the movie. She's obviously the most competent. Seems like she gets some stuff done. I mean, she even likes Larry. Kind of. And I think she appreciates that he's her husband's best friend. I don't know if she'd like, want to hang out with him or anything. <laughs> Who would, though? Uh, that actress's name is Gare Ryan. Her last name is your son's first name. No. Um, they don't, I named him after her. Yeah, there's not much to Larry's daughter, but she seems like she'd be an interesting character in her own movie. That would have been the fourth one in the Berrytown. Quadrilogy. Yeah. Quadology. Quad quid, What is that called? What is it called? Quad quadrology. Quadrilogy. Stupid. Yeah, it stupid. sucks. Stupid. Is that the fucking Latin shit? It's because of the fucking Latin. <laughs> oh god, Rome. Um, here's some trivia. What does Dublin mean in uh, Irish? Uh fuck if I know. Blackpool. So uh yeah. Black sales and sounds like Black Sales Sunset by AFI. Hell yeah. Um, as far as I know, no Irish American members of AFI. Let's see, they've got some Irish in there. Some, some of them, maybe. Davey Havoc is Italian American. He's an Itai. Who did the uh, Irish lose to in the quarterfinals? The Itai. <laughs> 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 oh, and then afterwards, Larry's got that shirt that says uh, fuck Scarelli, Scarelli yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Scarpetti. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Brit Busters 2. They had some... Um, uh, yeah, I think really could have merchandised this movie. Era-specific shirts. Well, no, those were like the actual shirts that were being printed in Ireland at the time. They had, must have had some leftovers four years later. <laughs> they, they went to a thrift shop. Oh, are you, uh, this is a completely change of topic, but are you planning mm-hmm. to watch the, the Justice League, the, the Snyder edition? Oh, no, I don't have four hours to watch some <laughs> stupid shit. <laughs> There's no way I'm watching that. I've never even seen the regular versions. So. <laughs> like, yeah, nah. Like, the only way... You gotta, like, have Margot Robbie in your DC movie for me to watch it. <laughs> to get you into it. Yeah, that's the only way I'll watch it. Um, I did not watch the essay, but s- someone... I did see a video essay someone had posted that uh, Zack Snyder wrote strong female characters. And... I don't think that's true. He doesn't write bad ones necessarily. Well, he doesn't write particularly great. He doesn't write strong any characters. <laughs> he, doesn't he doesn't really write characters. Wrong. Yeah, I don't think he he doesn't like make grossly offensive female characters. It's just they're kind of like whatever. I, I am offended a little by but by the fact that Lois Lane is so fucking boring. Yeah, I mean she's a reporter. They're all boring. So. <laughs> Okay, they didn't make it accurate to to the modern times. Yeah, because now that we get to see reporters in their daily life all the time on Twitch, we know for a fact that they're all pretty lame. (laughs) I I just like to think of it as a tough as nail. Yeah, I know what you meant, Twitter. I wasn't going to correct you. Someone will. Let that stew. Tough as nails, you know? She's she's out there. She's got a bone to pick. No, she's just Superman's wife. Gross. Wasn't that like, no. her comic series was Lois Lane? <laughs> Lois, no, it was Lois Lane, Lane, Superman's girlfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, comic books. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else can we talk about in this film? This is what happens when I don't take notes. This makeup shit. I don't know. It seems like it'd be cool to live in Ballymun. 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like any of these got any goddamn money. Well, it doesn't seem any different than like where we grew up, anyways. <laughs> the accents <laughs> are. Close. They might be closer to the beach than we were. Well, we weren't that far from the beach. Not a very good beach, but <laughs> we weren't that far from the coast, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a, another interesting thing. I've like talked shit about the uh, Dublin accent on the podcast quite a bit. I'll clarify once again. I mean the Dublin city accent. Like people in the Dublin city seem to have very posh. I like this movie where um you, they didn't take great to care to make sure that it was like mutually understandable by like outsiders. You know what I mean? So they're not they're <laughs> yeah, basically they talk. <laughs> yeah, they're like straight up just talking how they talk. Sometimes you'll watch um, Irish or Scottish or, yeah, Irish or Scottish movies or English movies, and you can tell they're like, must make sure to talk so that Americans can understand, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like, nah, that sounds stupid. Well, I remember, I don't know, you, you may not remember this or not, but when, when, remember when uh, uh, Shaun of the Dead came out, um, we had a friend that very specifically said, oh, I, li- I like it, but I couldn't really understand what they were saying. Yeah, that's so crazy to me because like um, I understand. There's definitely like Highland Scots accents that are really thick, but like I still think they're understandable. But like just regular ass like fucking London area British accents, English accents. It's like that's fucking sounds normal as shit. <laughs> like, yeah, there are some Scottish accents that are legitimately they might be rolling around pebbles in their mouth. I'm like, uh, I got like three of those words. Yeah, but it, like in Shauna, it's like, oh, yeah, they uh, don't pronounce uh, Fs or normally, <laughs> whatever. The TH sound is showing up in weird places. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, though. That's like um, train spotting. There's a version, there's the original version of train spotting. There's also another one where they've uh, overdubbed it to be more understandable for Americans. Like, that was the one that was originally released in American theaters, was like an overdubbed version. Oh, really? Yeah, like, yeah, I don't think the the Glasgow or Edinburgh accent is particularly hard to understand. Edinburgh, rather. Sorry, my apologies. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. It's the only Scottish town I knew. Uh, Paisley. Uh, what, I'm trying to think of if I know any other Scottish places. Scotland. <laughs> what do they have in Scotland? Scotland. Scotland. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know too. I don't know too much about Scotland. Like I know all like all the counties and shit in Ireland and stuff. In Scotland, it's like they got the Highlands and the Lowlands, right? Those are the two. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I honestly, I, here's my. I know Edinburgh. I know Glasgow. Uh. Dundee, right? And oh, yeah, Dundee is a place. Or is that in Australia? Or is there one in both places? I think the Australian one is named for the Scottish one. Yeah, because there's a lot of Scottish Well, there's a lot of Irish and Scottish criminals in Australia. And their descendants. Right, here's a question. Um, Scots Gaelic, the word for Scotland is Alba, right? Sure. Uh, why, then, is the Britain as a whole called Albion? Why did they... Know. Why Asking did Arthur. English allow a, a, a Scots Gaelic word <laughs> to be the source of the name of their land? I guess maybe it's English has, or a series of conundrums. It's got. It must have something to do with. Um, maybe at one point, uh, the 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 British, like the actual Britons, Gaelic word for the island was Albion or something. 
not English, not English words. I don't know. It's pretty. If you learn about the history, it's a pretty mixed up place over there. You got a lot of Vikings coming in and out. You got fucking Angles and Saxons and your Jutes and your Geats and your Danes. Um, S- Scotland had an indigenous people called the Picts, but at one point Irish raiders came over and forced most of them into the lowlands. So the Highland Scots are technically all descendant of Irish people. <laughs> and, uh, you know, crazy shit like that. But whatever. Um, eventually got to 1996 and they made the van. That <laughs> <laughs> was a culmination of all of the, of yeah, all the history of the British Isles, really. All the Celtic culture. And Ireland. Yeah, it was the culmination of thousands of years of Celtic history <laughs> to make the van. Uh, what do you th- I like Waking the Divine more. Oh, I do like Waking the Divine more. As far as like cute Irish movies go. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Next, uh, next time we can watch uh, An Everlasting Peace. That's a good one. That one's about the Northern Ireland. It's about Belfast. Belfast. Uh It's about. Well, it's like court was at Costco. The She's like, do you want do you want Jameson for St. Patrick's Day? I'm like, I don't, I don't know, not really. Who cares? She's like, they thought Costco probably sells their own brand of Irish whiskey too. I'm like, ah, it's probably from Glasgow, <laughs> Kirkland, <laughs> Kirkland brand Irish whiskey. Yeah, I don't like it's uh fucking so St. Patrick's Day is on Wednesday, two days from now. Uh. Still can't really go outside, so <laughs> I might make uh, corned beef and cabbage, which is usually an Irish American dish. Or yeah, that's the uh, poor people food. Is they well, come to America, they didn't have any money. Replace your bacon and cabbage soup with this. <laughs> yeah, that's like uh, Italian American food is much different than Italian food. Yeah, well, it's because what happens available. is a bunch of poor people moved and like, oh, what are you Jews eating? <laughs> They're there first. Yeah, America's cool. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, here's yeah. my thing about every place in the world is cool sometimes. It's cool to learn about history of every place, but it's also like life has been very cruel for very many generations. Sometimes it gets better. Sometimes it gets worse. Currently, uh, climate change will get us all anyway. So, I no, I heard it here in this, in this movie, The Van, when they're staring out of the ocean like, ah. Global, what was it? Um, global warming. Uh, global warming? It wasn't global warming, though. They said greenhouse gases. That greenhouse one. gases. Greenhouse yeah, cause, gases. Because they were, it was still freezing or whatever. Yeah, that's why they had to stop calling it global warming, though, because people were like, yeah, oh, but it's still cold out. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Science. <laughs> gotcha. Two plus well, two equals four, sure. Damn. <laughs> Man, you fucking, you beat science. Now here's an article about how zombies could exist, you fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, God, that one's way popular. <laughs> yeah, people believe that shit. Well, I mean, you're the one that used to sleep with a piece of a bit of wood under your bed. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, the joke is for, for, is for zombies, but I have a bat behind my door here, too. If someone comes in this house, man, I don't bust their brains open. <laughs> that's what dogs for. Oh, yeah, I don't have a dog, though. But you know what? It's March. You know, I was on the other podcast. I was talking about how it's about time for me to start banging, right? Because it's springtime. Get the vaccine. You know, well, what? weird transition because we were just talking about dogs. Go ahead. Yeah, but you know who's gonna, who else is going to be banging this time of year? Dogs? Cats. Oh. You know what that cat? means? It's time to get some kittens. Kittens. Time to get some kitties. Hell, yeah. I'm going to get a kitten. I want to get a big fella. I want like a Maine Coon. Yeah, that's what I want. I want a big, a fella, big fluffy fella. They got big, handsome faces. I look so proud. Mm-hmm. Get a big fella. Plus, it has to be able to be keep up with Lily, which she's a big she's a big gal. 
She's a big gal. She's got a lot of meat on her head. She's got a meat head. Oh, man. She whipped me in the jaw the other day. I was going to pass out. I've never been punched yeah. so hard in my life. With her tail? No, with her, oh, with head. her head. <laughs> yeah, with the head. But her tail's pretty strong, too. It's pretty thing about, like, dog's tails are, like, straight up just, like, uh, muscle fiber. That's another thing that's crazy to think about, the domestication of dogs. Hmm. They're just wolves, but different. There used to be wolves in Ireland, but then uh, they were killed by Irish wolfhounds. <laughs> that's yeah. some dog-on-dog violence. Yeah, they just straight up eradicated those guys. <laughs> but Irish wolfhounds. Irish wolfhounds are pretty cool. They only live for about eight or nine years, though. You know that? That's because they're big, big giant fellows. Yeah, they're fucking huge. Fucking big. Uh, they're yeah. a hound of, that's the hound of basketball. Oh, is it a wolfhound? Uh, yeah. wolfhound. It's a Kukulin. 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 The hound of Cooley. That's uh, some Irish history for you. It's the Toyn McCooley. Everyone check it out. Uh, maybe if the Decemberists have an EP about it. That's called, a good EP, too. Called the Toyn. I've never been able to correlate the lyrics. I don't, of the EP I don't understand to the story. how it goes together. Yeah. Either, but. It's, so. it's a good EP. I think it was like inspired by the toy, not like an actual retelling of the toy. <laughs> like, nah, I don't, I don't know about all this. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty cute. Um, the Decemberists are treated somewhat as a as a, a joke on millennials on the internet. But yeah, I don't get that. Fuck you, fucking uh, fuck you guys. Decemberists are actually a pretty good band for quite a few years. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, the last like four albums have not been. I haven't really listened to them since the Crane Wife, so I don't know. Uh, I've listened to every, I've listened to everyone at least once, and I'm not I'm not all that impressed. Obviously, um, what Picaresque is their best album? Mm, no, it's um, Her Majesty. Oh yeah, yeah, Her Majesty is probably the best. Crane Wife's is really good. Probably um, for me, it goes Her Majesty, Crane Wife, Castaways and Cutouts, Picaresque. I think Picaresque is kind of the worst of the. Oh really? I like it. I like it better than Crane Wife. I think I would like it better than Castaway and Cutouts. Unless I'm thinking of Castaway and Cutouts is picaresque. Castaway and Cutouts is the first album. Maybe I'm thinking it. I don't know. I have to go back. It's been so long since I listened to those albums. I'd actually go out the back and see what's on the, what the song list. Is. I remember I can, Her Majesty pretty well, though. I can tell you what, what songs are you thinking of. The Mariner's Revenge is on... Picaresque. Picaresque. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking of Castaways and Cutouts. Yeah, that one's got Leslie Ann Levine and California One and uh, Here I Dreamt Was an Architect. Uh, you know, it's the first album. It's got all the hits. Here I Dreamt Was an Architect is a good fucking song. Don't you have like, black, those it. lyrics tattooed on you somewhere? No, well, Stephanie does. Oh, okay. Wait, does Stephanie? Someone okay. does. I know she was t- she, at one point she was talking about getting you a watch and then engraving some of the lyrics on there. And I think it was those lyrics. Yeah, there's a line from here I jumped in as an architect that I like. Um, a pocket watch. A solid gold pocket watch. Like old Mr. Moneybags. Well, this has been a very rambly episode. <laughs> just like the movie. <laughs> it was a cute movie. I hope everyone watched it. I hope everyone had a good St. Patrick's Day. Now let us perform some of our favorite Irish songs. Oh, Father dear, and I often hear you speak of Ireland. <laughs> 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 so, I thought you started singing Black and Dance. <laughs> oh, fucking, there's a dance remix of Come Out You Black and Dance. It's fucking good. It is good. <laughs> well, um, you know that uh, Irish uh, language rap group Kneecap, right? 
Mm, only by name. I don't know if we were. Yeah, they. Um. So there. Uh. It was one of the princes, uh, not the redhead one, who's not in the, the cool news one. currently. Not the baldy one and his wife for like Harry, porn, right? Harry's the redhead no, one, right? Oh, okay. William. Then. William I don't know. is the baldy one. I don't know. The baldy cat and his wife were pull, pulling pints at like some um famous pub in Belfast, right? For like saying they happened to be there for St. Patrick's Day. It was some probably some fucking propaganda yeah, shit, right? You know. Yeah, do that shit. <laughs> yeah, but then like a couple of days later, Kneecap performed um at that same place, and like in the middle of the concert, they started talking shit about Baldy Cunt and the Brits, and you know, because they they have like fucking you know Fenian Brits out and shit. Um, who knows how serious they are? But they're Irish kids from Belfast, so they're probably like you know fuck the Brits, right? Um, that became like a big scandal in England, obviously, because oh no, these damn Fenians, oh blah blah blah. And then their response was they just posted on Instagram like a clip of their show, and then it cut to the dance version of "Come Out You Black and Tans." <laughs> <laughs> so that's just funny. I like that. Sh- I like that. Obviously, you no know, one like you don't want the troubles to like happen again, right? But I do kind of like that Irish republicanism and Irish nationalism is kind of revitalized in the last couple generations because it is like fucking the fight wasn't finished, you know? No, Ireland, man. Yeah, but this, <laughs> it's like fucking like giving back the counties, <laughs> giving back. I mean, oh man, Brexit should have done it, really. Yeah. Well, technically, because of the um, Good Friday Agreement, they can be allowed to vote on it anytime they want, but, like, Parliament has to allow it, you know? Um, they, who knows? They probably won't. And then there's lots of people in Northern Ireland that consider themselves British rather than Irish who um, yeah, probably wouldn't vote for it anyways. The Captain Jean-Luc Picard of the world. Yeah, weirdos. <laughs> Fucking weirdos. <laughs> oh, that, maybe perhaps that level of nationalism is weird on any level. Yeah, it is. Unless it's directed towards the English. Well, the, the, I mean, the thing, it's, there's, when you like, you've been suffered under, like, the yoke of British imperialism for, like, thousands of years, and you just, like, want part of your country back, that's, like, a level of nationalism that's understandable, you know, where it's like, come on, man, like, <laughs> you've been killing us and shit, and, like, you act like you, you helped us out and brought us into the 21st century, like, fucking just give us back to the rest of our land, you know? Like, that's understandable, but the being like, yeah, well, I live in a different country, and we came over here, and my ancestors came over here and killed you lot and took your land, and it's ours by fucking blood and right, so I'm British forever. Like, that's fucking weird, right? America. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I don't know. It's different to be from the conqueror's perspective to the conquered, I think. Or maybe it's just because everyone loves an underdog, right? <laughs> <laughs> What is the IRA but a bunch of underdogs? <laughs> it's real scrappy folks. <laughs> they are, man. It's, <laughs> it's how they're doing the best they can. Oh, look at me out here. I've got, I've only got two ounces of C4. I'm going to split this, though. <laughs> no. Split, and I'll add a little bit of water yeah. and some baking soda, stretch it out. And they had to, sh- they had to share their armor lights. <laughs> they <didn't share> <laughs> We've only got one bottle of lava. So on Wednesdays and Fridays, it's going to go to, to, to Teddy O'Leary. Teddy O'Leary. Yeah, they were just a bunch of scrappy lads. Hundreds of years of scrappy Irishmen sharing rifles and shit. They almost got her. They almost got the Iron Lady. Pepper Potts? Um, Margaret Thatcher. Maggie. Oh. 
Maggie. Maggie. Oh, Maggie. I'll never them bury me in a field full of hearts and shamrocks, Maggie. No, he raised the starry plow on high because James Connolly was, uh, yeah, he's an Irish nationalist, but he was also very concerned with socialism and workers' rights. Shamrocks everywhere. His, the flag he designed sucks, though. The starry plow. Have you ever seen it? Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, like a lot of those. <laughs> that fucking, a lot of those uh, flags suck. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I don't know. The the green and gold version of it is like okay. There's something just about the colors. It's like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the green and gold is because the 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 harp flag, the old Irish like green and gold harp. But it's yeah, mm. yeah, I know. The I, I, know, I do like, as far as Irish, like the, uh, weird Irish flags go, I always like the Irish Brigade flag. The Irish Brigade? Isn't that what it is from the Civil War? The Fighting 69th? Yeah. It's the Irish Brigade is what it's called. There's multiple Irish Brigades, but the Fighting 69th is the, favorite, the famous one. The Fighting there's look like... Oh, yeah, it's like the harp and shit, yeah. Uh, uh, there's a version of the Starry Plow where it's basically just the Big Dipper, you know, like a simplified version. That seems better than like the cartoon full plow with like a knife on it. Oh no, it's got a knife on it though. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I do like flights with knives. Hmm. Wait, which one is the original version? Right. Is it the Big Dipper Stars or is it the Cartoony Plow? I thought the Cartoony Plow well, is what Connolly came up with. The Cartoony Plow is Connolly's. I think the other version is predates it though, but I could be wrong. Irish Citizen Army is the Big Dipper. I, I guess I need to do a little bit of historical research. Anyhow, um, yeah, that's a Black 40, 47 song about James Connolly, called James Connolly. Mm, but he turned like, jokes on him because he did end up being a martyr. <laughs> <laughs> and no, everyone forgot about the Starry Plow. And the, the, a lot of people forgot about the uh, explicit socialism part of James Connolly and see him more just as a now he's mostly on t-shirts irish national figure he's i mean he's he strikes like a very uh, cutting figure for a t-shirt like the bust of him you know his mustache and his big very, very jay like <laughs> yeah it's like ah oh, there he is it's james Connolly. uh here's the course irish history question why did they call um michael collins the big fella was he big <laughs> you think he was like tall? No, no, I think it was like an ironic thing. You know, the Irish and their famous wit. <laughs> See how tall he was. Let's check this out. <laughs> Michael Collins' height. You can get Phil Collins' height. 5'11. That's not tall. <laughs> the fuck? Oh, I know that this, this is Michael Collins' fucking astronaut. That's not who I want to know. <laughs> they probably don't know his height because it was like the 20s and. Is Ireland? They didn't have tape measures. <laughs> he was six bushes high. Yeah, he looks like he raised he raised six big stones and three <laughs> small stones. You know, he looks like he might be a big fella based on his picture here. Picture's gonna be deceiving. I mean, I don't know if you can keep up with this deep fake shirt. All right, hold on. There is scary out there. Of anecdotal explanations for the origin of his nickname is the big fella. His family claimed that he was called this as a child as a term of endearment for an advent adventurous and bold youngest brother. His nickname was established by his teens, teens long before he became a political military leader. Doesn't say anything about him being big, it's more about him being brave. It's all about personality, huh? huh. Yeah. Stupid. 
Anyways, uh, <laughs> happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, check out the van if you want to watch an Irish comedy on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I apologize to all the people of Ireland who may be listening to the podcast. Sorry, we're plastic patties. <laughs> um, that's just how it goes. Sometimes that's just how it be. That's life for you, you know? Uh, sometimes your great-grandparents come to the United States and you be plastic patty. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> sometimes that's how it goes. <clears throat> nah, it probably worked out for us in the end. You know, I honestly don't think I'd be doing as as shit as I'm doing right now. I don't think I'd be doing any better in Ireland. Oh yeah, who's to say? Most likely, you wouldn't have been born because would would because the um no no I still have been born obviously. Oh, uh, magic fairy tale land. Like four Irish uh, ingredients that came together to make you possible were from different parts of Ireland. This <laughs> happened to meet in the same place in America. Would have never met. Galway and Cork and uh, where is it? Sligo? <laughs> Sligo. <laughs> Where's that goofy ass place from? Austin from? Yeah, Sligo, up north. Uh, yeah. So there you go. There's that's it. Um, next time we're gonna watch uh, the Goonies. It's gonna be a special episode because we're gonna take a little bit of hiatus after next time's episode of the Goonies because. I'm going to have to get vaccinated and get a job and live a normal life again. So I'll, once I get adjusted to having to live like a normal human, we'll probably be back. But we are going to go on a hiatus for, I don't know, a couple months, maybe. Oh, God, no. But to celebrate the cult and everything it's about, everything we value, we're going to watch the Goonies. There's a scene where they um, go under the wishing well and Mouth's like, this, this right here, this is my wish. And it didn't come true and I'm taking it back. That's basically what our last episode is. My wish was to become a successful podcaster talking about 80s movies. And it didn't come true, so I'm taking <laughs> it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm burning the website of the ground. <laughs> well, we'll still have the other podcast where we just talk about random shit. Because that one does not take any work. It's just whatever I thought about that week. That's what I talk about. Um, so, yeah, with that in mind... Hope you've enjoyed the ride. We won't, It won't be gone forever. We'll eventually be back with some um, other shitty 80s movies that people on Twitter think are like bland white people, white men specifically movies. But I don't know, there's something to them. You know, they, they live. Uh, it turns out it actually isn't about um, juice. It's, just, <laughs> <laughs> it's, anti, it's anti-capitalist. So who would have thought, huh? <laughs> so go to VHSCult.com. Check out both podcasts. If you like this podcast and haven't listened to the other one, it's pretty much the same, except for it's not about movies. It's just about random shit. We do talk about movies on it, though, <laughs> and comic books and professional wrestling and sort of current events, but not really. A lot, um, of, a lot of Bigfoot stuff. Yeah, and all the spooky news on it, too. Check it out. Um, it's got a lot of jokes. And then please uh, like and subscribe, rate and review, tell your friends and family. Um, maybe someday my dream will come true and I will be able to uh, toss another coin in the wishing well. <laughs> until then, this is all belong to us. Get the fuck out. Yeah, until, these are my fucking coins. Don't even look at them. Fucking, these are our coins. We're going to put them on the train tracks, make them extra lucky when they get squished. Oh, hold my derail the train. Oh, and we'll worry about it and travel the train tracks at midnight with our superhero best friend to save the train. Yeah, so cool. Checking you out next time for The Goonies. A very, a very special episode. Because uh, The Goonies is probably one of the defining movies of our childhood. Like, um, the one, one of the ones we watched the most. Yeah, like most other bland white men of our age. <laughs> 
<laughs> Transformers the movie and Goonies. And Return of the Jedi, maybe. We watched that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good. You got you watching it. Well, yeah. I, I've um, always consistently as a child, and even to this day, I like Return of the Jedi because of all the Jabba Palace stuff. And I still do because... Oh, maybe not the remastered version. <laughs> oh my god, it yeah. makes the Jabba's Palace scenes really. Ugh. Yeah, but I used to love that, that shit. The animatronic dancing. Yeah. Ooh, I got me now. Yeah. Yeah, but I used to wait, love wait, that wait, shit. Why these weird aliens doing this goofy? Because all the guys blue space shirt. Yeah. It used to be tight though, because of all the practical monsters that were there. I was like, wow, look at all these cool aliens and monsters. And now it's like. That weird beard monster comes out and he's like, Ooh, wagon I go wagon the wall. <laughs> <laughs> VHS cult.